You good? Yo, what up, people? It's your boy Chad Day from WWTB. What we talking about podcast? And we back with another check in. You know how we do. Shout out to Reed, shout out to Blaze, shout out to Dez Arnez. Um, if you don't know, we do this thing called a check in where we sit down with people. Um, we have one on one conversations with them, man, just to, you know, show that love and, and basically do a little interview with them, man. So, um, this one right here is very special to me. Um, I was asking around, like, when we first meet this dude, man, and um, had to ha- had to be um, at a redo or something. So, um, man, without no further ado, man, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, shout out to my guy, DJ Mr. King. What's up with it, man? What's, What's good up, with bro? you, brother? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like, I'm really excited, man. <laughs> I'm really excited, man. And I was laughing because um, I always say, man, when it comes to you, I was like, man, everybody else in the world got 24 hours, man. But you got 30 hours in a day, man. That's that's how I feel. Like, you do <laughs> everything, bro. Like, yeah. you got, like, 30 hours in a day, man. Yeah, it's um, cheat code, man. <laughs> I had read something that said where you said that you were the ultimate hustler with multiple hats. Yes. Um, I, I I stand by that. That's I how think, you feel? Yeah, I stand by that. Um, just because I'm, I've always been a person that tries not to get... Put all their eggs in one basket. Right, I feel right, like right, if you right. take if you take one thing from me, I'm cool. I'm gonna bounce back on something else. Like and plus everything I do, I you know everything I do, I love. Like yes. so, I don't look at this as some people are like yo, you got eight jobs. I'm like nah, I just happen to do <laughs> eight I, things. I, eight things <laughs> that I love. So you know what I'm saying. So it's always you know it makes it life a little bit easier. Where where where? So let's let's uh, let's go back, man. Do you remember how we met? I want to say it was a. a, a I want to say it was at the garage bar. Yep. I want to go say it was at the garage bar, and I'm not for sure if this is the redo where I had. Did I did I do something with the crown and a sneaker, or was did we meet before that one? I think it was that one because I, I remember- did a run DMC set of like something like that, and then because we was allowed to use computers then, yes. it wasn't just a yeah, vinyl. It wasn't redo, just all so- vinyl then. I think I did something where, like, I pulled out the crown and put it on there, or I started scratching with my shoe or something. I don't know if it was that one or not. Yeah, it was, def- it was definitely at the garage bar. I was mm-hmm. talking to our man, DJ D Boogie, and I talked to uh, DJ O Sharp. Yeah. And they both was like, yeah, you probably met him at the redo at the garage bar. And I remember just being blown away, man. And, um... And we and we'll we'll get into that, but I always just liked your style because it wasn't just like oh I'm gonna just play East Coast music or yeah. I'm gonna just play like you was everywhere with it. But um, going back to the beginning, man, you were born and raised in Akron, right? Yes, yes. Akron, Ohio, West Side, West Side of Akron. Okay, yep. what did your parents do for a living? Uh, so, so my biological father, I I don't really know. Like okay. you know what I'm saying. Um, I always tell people I have. One fine memory, and I've told this story before I had to redo. Um, the biggest memory I have of my biological father was about where I was six or seven. He used to have like a go uh, nine eight, and uh, we would ride around, Ooh, okay, and he would okay. play uh, too short. You know what I'm saying? Classic. So uh, I know that entire too short album. Born in the trunk. Born in Mac. With, uh, Mac. We're in the trunk. We're in the yep. trunk. Like you know what I'm saying? I know in the trunk. Like it's crazy how that works, but that's my <laughs> biggest memory of my, of my biological father. So, um, he left. Um, so my mom, she, um, she was a hustler of all. She, um, raised six boys on her own. Wow. Um, so that naturally, you know what I'm saying? I was the oldest of six. So she had three, of, of her own children then adopted my three cousins. So everybody always knew us as, you know, six yeah, boys, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, um, 
So she did that for a long time up until about, um, I was about 13 or 14. She, then she got with my stepdad, who I call, you know, obviously yeah, my, yeah. my father. So he was, you know, he did his thing. He was a hustler, legal yep, and yep. illegal. So, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Uh, so I picked up a lot of those traits for him, you know what I'm saying? The legal side of things. Uh, and my mom, you know, she she spent years, she worked at uh, a decal place. So like, you know, like when you get the license plates yeah. on, the, on the back of your cars. So like, she would peel the stickers and like place them on the st- like at that point it was by hand. Oh, so she would she would break down the decals of that. So she did that for years. Then she worked at um, she got a job at a college, Southern Ohio College, um, and she was like the head like you know financial aid position person um, there. She did that for years, and then now it she, seems like that had an influence on you. Yeah, yeah, it did yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it did we'll, a little bit. We'll um, and then uh, now she's. Uh, like the head associate salesperson or some kind of weird title <laughs> for uh, J.C. Penney though. So now, so yeah, my mom always, my mom has always been like my hustling inspiration because right. no matter what, she figured out a way to get it done. Like you know, what I'm saying there wasn't no, no excuses or I didn't care. I, I was too good to work this job. I remember being being two years old and my mom had um, a ten speed and a car seat on the back of it, and Damn. and she would ride across town to. She worked at Burger King at the time. Um, she worked at Burger King and I would sit there and I would play in the playpen while she worked her shift. Crazy. You know what I'm I actually met and I actually, she, so it was a Burger King right here. Uh, if anybody from Akron know what I'm talking about, right there on, on, on Market Street, right before you going into the east side, there's a Burger King that sits there and there's a, uh, Wendy's that sit there. My mom worked both at both the Burger King Damn. and the Wendy's at the same time. And I actually remember meeting Dave Thomas. <laughs> I, was a kid, I swear to God, dog. Crazy. Yeah. Shout, shout out to yeah. Dave Thomas, right. man. Columbus, <laughs> Ohio, man. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I always wonder, did you have any siblings? Like, I, yes. I didn't know that you had six, yep. well, five brothers, and, uh, five brothers, basically. Yeah, five yeah. brothers. And then my uh, one of my brothers passed when I was, uh, when did D pass? Dion passed when I was 12. Yeah, okay. He had uh, he had ep- epilepsy, so yeah, okay. I remember that. Day. And um, <laughs> so your oldest kid is named after your brother, right? Yes, Mo. So his middle name. Is okay, his middle name. So yeah, so Christian Dion King is it named after my brother? Oh, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. okay. Um, I know, I know. Um, me knowing you personally, I know you play ball. But what did you want to be growing up? Um, growing up, I mean, I think every kid had that dream. Like, oh, I was going to the NBA and all that, but. I, I I recognize at an early age that I'm like, all right, the NBA might not be the thing, maybe college, but it wasn't like a, I wasn't, the doors wasn't banged down, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying, D1 here, it was like, you know, a little community school here, a little D3 or something like that, but nothing too crazy, so I start, I love sports, so I always read the newspaper. So like I all I read the newspaper every day. Like it would be, you know, we didn't have like coming, and I sound like the old head, but it wasn't like <laughs> we ain't get no social media. You know what I'm saying? So we ain't doing that. Like we really bringing in that week's paper, and we looking at it, and, and we arguing over sports every yeah. day in the morning before lunch or whatever. Um, so I got into that real quick. Um, we had a sports reporter in our area, David Lee Morgan, who covered all the high school teams. So. Um, I started shadowing him and then just fell in love with journalism between him and my um, teacher. And then I got a scholarship um, to Ohio State, a full ride. Actually, I was double scholarship. Had a scholarship through the Ohio State Young Scholars Program. And then did uh, the Knight Ritter at the time um, was uh, who owned the Philadelphia Papers and the Akron oh, okay, Papers. Okay. And they, they're defunct now. They was bought out by McClatchy. 
Um, so I had got a forty thousand dollars scholarship from them that gave me a, a, a internship every summer, and then a job upon graduation from college. Oh, dope, dope. So dope. Like, I stuck with that man, and um, yeah, that's yeah. Like, um, we definitely gonna get into your college yeah. years and all that, but um, let me just get this out the way now. Yeah. You from Akron? Yeah. You know the question. Did What's you that? know a young LeBron James or Maverick Carter? Yes. Um. Uh. In, in terms of Maverick, I didn't know Maverick personally. Yeah. Um. You know we. I mean, in passing and stuff yeah. like that. But as far as Brian, yeah, um, knew knew each other, like run same circles, same side of the town. You know what I'm saying? Um, both sets of friends, families are very close. Um, I think what people don't realize is that Akron is small, but it's also big. Yeah. But Akron is a town that we support and love like each other. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying, man? I feel like that would yeah, be in yeah, there. Yeah. But like on a national scale, like we're going to show our love. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, like, Brian's great people, like, you know, he's a year younger than what I am, so, you know, mm-hmm. you 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 recall the hype of him coming up, like, what? That's the same kid? Like, and then you see it, like, going out and playing him. Like, yeah. you're like, nah, he ready. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And uh, it was no greater feeling than just to be from the city when he made it out, because, like, everybody in the city feel like a piece of them made it out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So when you see people online from Akron, like, ready to real-life fight you in real life yeah. for saying something bad <laughs> about Brian. Like, I, you know, it, it's, it's the truth. Like, yeah. a lot of people, like, be on some, like, oh, y'all just, like, slide, man. Like, he nah, really that's all, do that's ours. Yeah, that's like, you ours. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> even when y'all done with him, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, he gonna still always be able to come back home. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he... That's just who he is, man. Why don't y'all? Uh, why don't y'all claim Steph Curry though? He, you know, he was born in Akron, like <laughs> he, <laughs> he, you know what he was. He, he was he, like y'all he, he really was. Him, man. Y'all but I think, love. I think, <laughs> I think it's because it's like I don't know, man. Maybe like he never really fully acknowledged. I, like, I don't know. I didn't know Steph Curry. Like I, I, know, yeah. like, I feel it, man. I just yeah. thought that was funny, man. Like he was born there, but Brian yeah. get all the praises. Yeah, and all absolutely, that, man. man. Well deserved praise and glory for sure, for sure. So, um, do you? remember the first hip-hop let's yeah the first hip-hop record that you actually liked like, like man so like you actually remember because like mine was like you know i heard all the uh the kumo d records and all that but mm-hmm. the ones that really did it for me was um kid and play rolling with kid and play okay, okay. That, that was the one that really like yo <laughs> i love it you know what i'm saying so so funny story uh like, I'm not your typical, like, yo, this record changed my life. Like, the first, like, I, see, in Akron, like, you can come up on so many different types and styles of music. So, whether it's East Coast, West Coast. So, we were very, at the time, like, West Coast influenced. Um, I had a cousin, uh, Wolf and Cert. Like, I remember being out there, and they had a record, uh, well, excuse me, a tape. And they had uh, Be Legit, uh, Hemp Museum. Now, granted, this was I'm older, a little older, but to but to the point where I'm understanding music now. Yeah. And the first time I heard like, "Would you come and swoop me? I'm in your city." Classic. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, you know what I'm saying? So I fell in love with Hit Museum. Um, that was one of my uh, first couple ones. Uh, obviously, the Too Short record. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That one because I've always that. Um, and then I would probably say. Um, if we talk in, you know, classics, I'm probably going to say, like, um, a lot of, like, actually, like, BBD and, like, kind of, like, the okay. New Jack Swing the type New Jack Swing era. vibe. Okay. Because that was, like, my mom was still listening to, 
I guess you can say secular music. But then she went off into a stage when she like, man, I don't want to hear that no more. And it was like her whole like she was just all gospel. Change, change, you know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Life changing. So it was like not that we couldn't have it in there, but um, <laughs> I remember listening to like the radio watching trying to be like the djs that i hear and i recorded i had a red boom box and recorded <laughs> over my mom's shirley caesar tape oh. one time you remember how you could <laughs> take the tapes <laughs> yeah i didn't know but it was like remember how tapes it would be like you rubbed off the, you could put like, the uh, well no like the, 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 the right joints. so i didn't know that was that tape and then like you know after you play a tape so much in and out the deck like the the, the label started to come off yeah, so you don't know yeah. so i'm just white, thinking it's a blank tape so i'm like oh cool i know this ain't a and it, this ain't no maxwell so let me take a uh, <laughs> let me take a tissue or something or a piece of tape put it in there and i can hit play and record at the same time right. you know so see a lot of niggas don't know what we talking yeah, about right yeah, now you yeah, know yeah, what that's saying? old school we hit old that play and record and sure. you can record you could just dub over the tape and I never remember. She was pissed. Oh, she for got up sure. Sunday. She got up Sunday, and it was like some Ice Cube playing over that shit. Like she I'm like, like, oh shit. I know she was sick. Yeah. Um. So you said that you was listening to DJs. Who was the Who was the DJ? Like you looked up to, like locally. Was there any local mm-hmm. dudes? Like who turned you on to DJ? To, to, to DJ. Um. So during that time, that's where we still had like 93 ZAK. Um. And then, like, Z was Z1079 uh, was just kind of coming into play. But my main guys that I looked to up lo- looked up to locally would be DJ G-Spot. Okay. Um, still, like, a legend in my eyes. You can't tell me nothing bad about G. Um, one of the people that, like, every time I see him, I just, you know what I'm saying, thank him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just for, yeah. like Because he was always a dude that always showed love, even though he didn't have to. So, um, G-Spot, um, DJ Chicago, um, Scratchmaster L., um, Joey Fingers, Mick Boogie, because those were the I'm guys. Definitely, definitely familiar with Joey yeah, Fingers and Mick Boogie. Yeah, those were sure. the guys that was on the radio. And Joey was so young at the time, it was like dope. Like you know what I'm saying? Like damn. Like I really, I was like, am I the same age? But it was just like they had they they team was so dope on the radio. Yeah. Then as they grew, they grew into the lead crew, and then you lead just watch crew, them. Yeah. So it's just like man, you watch it from afar. This. This is what it's supposed to be like, you know what I'm saying? So you wanna, you're you're imitating your mixtapes to sound like them, or 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 scared to not put out a actual blend type tape or creative type tape in this market because it ain't gonna sit. I can't put this into live because I'm sitting next to DJ Chicago's mixtape and he got goddamn 50 mixtapes. Word. And Mick Boogie got 50 mixtapes in there on top of the big mics and the clues. It's like, well, shit, where the mind fit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, those are the guys that I looked up to. Yeah. Word. Were you spinning in high school? Um, So, my first big gig in high school came at my own talent show at Garfield. Wow. So, that, yeah. that's so dope I did school. a talent show. I still remember I had a... Uh, I, I wore a... Uh, Lamar Odom Clippers jersey. I got uh, one in my uh, Arnold closet boy. today. It's, it's an Arnold boy. It's, it was an Arnold boy. I got boy. one in yeah. my closet today. Yeah, so I did that. Uh, <laughs> and I, I did DJ that. So basically, you know, just playing the music for everybody. I figured it out. And then um, I got with a, a, a guy and, and, I, and I can't, to this day, I can't remember his name. And I, and I feel so bad because... I don't, I don't know how I linked up with this guy, but he was like, hey, I need some, you know, come start tagging along with me. So the first thing he did, I was doing our rival school's prom, and it was booked to high school, oh, our sure. prom. So he came, <laughs> set up everything, boom, 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 and something happened to where he had to leave. And he just left it, left it to you? My nigga, 
That's all I you know needed? What the f- like, that's all I needed, but then it was like, I really ain't know what the fuck I was doing for real. I just knew what the fuck that we like. I just knew what songs we like. Shake them haters off. Shake them haters off. <laughs> Boom, we going here. We going go, crazy. Go, you know what I'm saying? Go. I'm dropping everything. They like, okay. Yeah. And then from there, it was just like, okay, now let's let's figure out the technicalities of this thing. Let's, let's you know what I'm saying? This what you want to do. Here's how you got to learn. You know cool, what I'm saying? Cool, cool. Um, transitioning to college, I know you said you got scholarships to Ohio State, but, mm-hmm. like, why Columbus? Like, what, was it, I mean, because of the scholarship? What, like, Ohio yeah, it State? Was, or because Cleveland, you know, I figured that Cleveland is right there, what, yeah. 20 minutes from you, whatever. Yeah. It, it was a, it was definitely always a thing of, well, I got that 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 Young Scholars program. We got in the Young Scholars program from sixth grade. So okay. it was a program to where you stay up there through, uh, through high school and you can get it there. Um, so it was always a, a goal of mine just to lock in and get that. At that time, Akron U and Kent State wasn't the Akron U and Kent State that uh, it is today. Okay. So it was like, shit, man. It was a, it would be equivalent to like now if I, if I knew about not Columbus State of now, but it would be equivalent to like if you graduate somewhere in Columbus, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Columbus State. I'm like, man, that nigga ain't doing nothing. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so it's like yeah, you ain't want to yeah. really go to Akron U or Kent because it was like staying at home. And I didn't want to stay at home for the fear of... And this was an insecurity minor for the fear of not feeling successful because okay. I was still at home. You know where, what I'm saying? Where, where, yeah, um, yeah. So it, it was always that thing. And so the neighborhood right there. Exactly. Like, Damn, you know what I'm saying? All my so people it was, here. I ain't really going, I ain't going to class. I ain't, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so I was like, let me get out. And uh, and and Columbus was, you know, campus got me there first. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really get into the Columbus scene until you know midway through college, and then didn't really hit back on until I moved back from Philly the second time. Well, I mean, the first time. Okay, so um, how was your how was campus during your time? Campus during my time was dope, man. Um, campus during my time was uh, was a breakout for me. Um, the first year, uh, I struggled to get gigs. I struggled to make a name for myself, and um, you know, I was doing a lot of bullshit gigs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But looking back, like, damn, nigga, I know I'm nicer than this nigga. This nigga, you know, I was on that kick, like. These niggas can't yeah, see yeah, me. Though. Yeah. I'm on some real life, not not trying to be funny. I'm on some Akron shit. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like right. I'm on some like these niggas is trash. Like can't nobody fuck with me. Like I should be DJing. So I just started being on some like, like fuck it. Y'all want to book me? Nigga, we are gonna do our own shit. So yeah. Um, and that's the summer. The best. Yeah. Bro. So I the summer. Young DJs. So man. we got through the freshman year. I did a couple gigs. A lot of them still going back and forth home, and I would do some shit on campus. Um, but I wasn't getting booked by them niggas on campus. You know, the niggas that was running the yards and that was booking the flosses and everybody yeah, else, yeah. which was cool. So fast forward, I don't know if you know this, but you know, like we was in a little mixtape war. You and Floss? Yeah. Um and a Floss was in a war with a couple people. But huh? Flo- let me tell you, that was the best thing that could have ever happened for either one of us. Like until still to this day, like I would, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I appreciate going through that. Yeah. Cause number one, we didn't know what the fuck we was doing. We just knew that nigga, oh, okay, nigga, we beefing. And yeah. I'm gonna put out a mixtape. <laughs> I'ma have some of my niggas rap and say it for us. I'm gonna put out a link. And we going back and forth, tape for tape. Like, you know what I'm saying? This shit got to the point where it's like now some Akron Cleveland shit. Like, yeah. but it showed us, it taught us marketing, it taught us hustle, it taught us creativity. And to this day, nigga, I feel like, nigga. Me being in that with you brought light, nigga, to who I was as a DJ. Sure. So now niggas like, oh, who is this little skinny ass nigga coming through? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nigga, we here too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now niggas was fucking. So that helped. And then from there, I just kind of, you know what I'm saying? Speaking like, 
And, you know, it ain't about floss, but yeah, yeah. The, the Cleveland Akron thing, is there always like a, a rivalry there? I think it's I think it's um I think it's a rivalry there based on how people pitch it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas don't niggas don't want to be little brother nobody. Like, you know what For I'm saying? Sure. Niggas be on some like, oh, where you from Akron? you now it ain't because of Brian right. and how the Nas, you know, saying the national spotlight that Akron has had. But it used to be like are you from Akron? Oh, that's like uh, right twenty minutes from Cleveland. No, motherfucker, it's in Akron. It ain't no twenty <laughs> minutes from nothing. It's, this is in Akron, yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. we're right here, like you know what I'm saying. So it's always that like chip on my chip on his shoulder kind of thing. Yeah. Like, no, we ain't Cleveland. No, we not Youngstown, and we definitely ain't Canton. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, it's no disrespect, but it's, it is what it is. Like, everybody want to stand on their own, and, and and you know, I think Akron, we we go through this like we gon' Make sure you know. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Is that where the uh, the moniker the Akron Ali came from? Yes. Uh, Akron Ali um, was. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I always wanted to make sure that, like, no matter. I didn't know what what I was gonna do. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just I had to come up with something that was a tag for me that was, but that's still representative of who I am. That mean that nigga, if I end up one day. Turn it into a goddamn Kid Capri. <laughs> it was gonna still be the yeah. Akron Ali. Now, even when I was in, even when I got to Columbus and got on the radio, I was like, "Damn, I gotta take this Akron Ali." And I'm like, "Nah, fuck that. That's who I am." Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? So now are. I don't get on here, like Akron, Akron, Akron. But nigga, that's just tatted on me. Like, I, I only, I ain't going to like. The, I, I just remember like yeah, every interview, the Akron Ali. Yeah. was like DJ Mr. King, the Akron yeah, Ali, yeah. and that's 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 and it's cool, stuck. It's stuck. right? And so and I, and I feel like that with so cool like. A nigga know or at least know where I'm from, like you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. at, at, at at worst case scenario, so yeah. I remember. Um, I know, and you said getting gigs in Columbus was tough, so you started getting mm -hmm. your own. But I remember you being on a road, mm -hmm. like spinning down south and doing shows down south. Right. Like, how did that come about? Like, how did you know, like the foresight? Like, all right. I live in Columbus. I go to school here or whatever, but I, I need to hit the road. Gotta get, yeah, because so so basically what my weekends would look like, bro, like I would go to school during the week, Monday through Thursday, or even at the time when I got back, you know what I'm saying? Even when I was done with school, work Monday through Thursday, take a half day Friday, be on that road, be at a gig on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back on Monday morning. Like, you know what I'm saying? Be ready to do it. I feel like for me, shit, I'm sitting over here crying about this $200 and in Columbus, you know what I'm saying, to get a name on the flyer to do something here. When these motherfuckers want to pay me four, five hundred dollars travel and you know yeah, what I'm saying, the hotel. Yeah. Shit, what I'm what I'm tripping <laughs> over. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I can I just feel like the network was getting bigger. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was meeting a lot more people. So now I'm DJing over here. Now I'm meeting artists. Now I'm meeting artists and now we moving and shaking together. So things become a little bit bigger and you start to see the world a little bit different. So you start picking up ideals that you can now bring back that's like Oh, I ain't never heard that shit. Yeah. Like I ain't never. So that helped me. That was an advantage that I had um, in terms of like the DJing side of things. But then it was also a disadvantage too because it was like, man, we didn't play that shit here. So when I did get gigs here, it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, what is so this? I'm, what is this? But I'm like, when I believe in a record, like I believe in a record. And oh I'm yeah. Tell you like you know what I'm saying like so. You so it's a you gift. You definitely got some records off where I've been yeah. asked like, what is that like? Yeah. Or that's a different type of bop. Like I, uh -huh. I want to know. Like I'm curious, and that's why I always yeah. be like, "Yo, King." Like I love when King spins because it's it's always an educational thing for me uh, with, yeah, with yeah, the music yeah. shit. Um, I was talking to one of our, our mutual friends, man, Nakia. That's my um, girl. You know, what I'm saying yeah. uh, owner of Mix Magazine, uh -huh. and she told me um, 
she told me to mention uh, Kemp Camp to you and yes. ask you what that means. Um, Kemp Camp DJs, um, which uh, is now defunct. We are now the Allegiance. Um, okay. So um, same crew, um, same well, same base um, people. Kim Camp DJs uh, was the first uh, DJ crew that I got with that was outside of uh, Ohio. Um, it was the Kentucky Music Pool um, okay. that that was started by my guy DJ Marley Marr. Um, but I met the Kim Camp DJs and the Kim Camp Cuties through uh, GMAC. Um, GMAC was an artist out of Lexington that I had linked with. Uh, met him down in Florida at a, a TJ's DJs one year. Oh, um, TJ's, TJ's DJs, DJs. Uh, wow. conference. Yeah, so we met. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. Me and Fred walking around. We see uh, 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 this rap blue van. I'm like, oh, you from Kentucky? We from Ohio? We get to Lincoln. We chopping. Boom. So he brings me down to Lexington for a conference. I meet all the DJs down there that's in this crew. They're like, yo, we rock with you. Come, come get down with us. Every weekend I was down there, whether it was in Lexington, Louisville, Paducah, whatever, Bowling getting Green, busy. getting busy, <laughs> getting booked, busy. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, it was just perfect, you know what I'm saying? So they became my family and, you know, we would book each other other places and, you know, and to this day, like, they my brothers, like, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, like, that's you know super saying? lit. So it's very similar <laughs> to what the, the, the Alliance is and, you know what I'm saying? Um... Like it's usual more than suspects. a DJ crew, yeah. yeah the usual suspects, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. your people. Like you rep your crew, like like and I never like and I love the uh, the alliance, the usual suspects, but I never felt like I'm probably like an honorary, like, yeah, yeah, affiliate. Yeah, like, but it's like yo, y'all started. That's y'all, like y'all here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like y'all, you know what I'm saying. So that's how I feel about like Kim Camp and Legions. So uh, during my research, I ran across a mixtape. Now tell me if you oh, remember shit. this. <laughs> 2012. Okay. Two Chains versus Future. Bro, we were me and, and Book. Bro, me and Book. So crazy. <laughs> Talk thing, about it. So crazy thing about that is, so the other day when Future and and and, and Two Chains posted a picture or something like that together, to talk about they was in the studio or something, and it was like, look, me and Book was so far ahead of that. And Book didn't even like doing mixtapes all like right, that. Right, right, right. So I'm like, boy, we got this dope idea. Like, I do a side of this, and you said, like, Man, and that's when Future was just yeah, he was on his ride. Two Chains was coming off the Titty Boy part, so he's like boom, boom, boom. (laughs) That cover killed the game. Classic. That cover, I I forgot who designed that bitch, but that cover was crazy. And to this day, like I should probably go back and listen to that because we had a lot of bangers on there. That was like, and we, I mean, we probably repressed that that CD up like four or five times. Like you know what I'm saying. Shout out to DJ D Boogie, that's man. That's my dog, man. Yeah, we talk yeah. like, Eric, that's my dog, for real. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah. I was, uh, I brought it up to him, and he started cracking up. He's like, what you know about that? Yeah, I said, man, you yeah. know, I know a little something about yes, a little something. Man, that's man. funny, dog. <clears throat> um, well, hold on, wait a minute. Speaking of mixtape, nigga, you did it. You, oh, you got some? Okay, all right. Yeah, we'll okay, we, yeah, we, we talk. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, I'm going I'm to bring up another a good memory. Okay. There was a crew out of Cleveland, Hush Money. Yes. And shout out my dog, my guy CJ Platinum. Yeah, shout out to CJ. Shout out to my man Johnny. You yep. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, they had a movement going, but then they had a song with an artist that you were messing yes. with from Louisiana. Yep, Zone Louisiana money. Cash. Yep, Zone Money, man. Zone Money, yeah. Zone. So, I love yes. that so, record, dog. So this was during a time where I was still, I was a street DJ. You know what I'm saying? I was the DJ that I want to find that next record, and you know. 
kind of selfishly I wanted to be attached to something like you know what I'm yeah. saying yo like this dude broke this record so I was priding myself in breaking records like you know what I'm saying putting them on the mixtapes making sure all the DJs had them yeah, so essentially I was like a record rep but didn't even know that's what that was at yeah, the time yeah. now that I'm in radio I'm like nigga I was doing all this shit like <laughs> I've been doing yeah, this shit like you know what I'm saying so that's why it's easy for me to connect with reps and stuff now cause I get it um, but you know working a record from the mud like you know what I'm saying again no social media Nope. MySpace, maybe. That's MySpace, it. MySpace. It was early Twitter. Yeah, but it that's was what early, I'm saying. Early yeah. Twitter. Not this was Twitter is now. And the only reason I know is because like now I'll start seeing stuff for like the road, walk with a dip is on 106 and Park 10 years ago. Like, but that's coming up on Twitter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On the refreshes of Twitter and Facebook memories. I'm yeah, like, the memory joints. That was 10 years ago where we premiered. Walk with a dip on 106 and Park and ice cream paint job and walk that walk on 106 and Park and shit like that. So you know, that's dope because now I'm connecting regions together. I'm taking a nigga from Cleveland and a nigga from Louisiana who got the two biggest records and both get on a remix with each other. So now CJ is on the Walk With A Dip remix, but now I'm taking cash and putting him on his own money. So now I'm crossing markets. Yo. You know what I'm saying? And like, Both of those records just to I still go. Got, I still got, man, I might, I'm, I might play them this weekend. <laughs> you got Zone to, Zone money was crazy, bro. It was bro. so crazy. crazy. I ain't even front. Like, no cap as the kids say. Like, I really used to see King all the time. And again, I was cool with the Hush Money shots. Yeah. My guy Johnny, I used to be like, yo, that Zone money is yes. crazy. Yeah. That was early. So let's get into some DJ shit, man. Uh-huh. Um, do you? What do you think about DJs that can only use Serato and that can't spin vinyl? I don't give a fuck. Like you, know you what don't saying? give a fuck either way. I, don't, I it, let me let me be clear. I don't I don't care. Like you got to the, the goal is to rock a party, rock a crop. Where I care at is when you get out here and you start doing that hollering shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Meaning like, yeah, I, I'm the. You should think that you're the best. I think that I'm the yeah. best, like, whatever, like, you know what I'm saying, in whatever it is I do, nigga. You should we, have that confidence. Yes, yeah, nigga. If we flipping quarters, nigga, I want to be the best. Like, you yes. know what I'm saying? I don't care. However, if it's a certain thing about them vinyls and them big fucking tower speakers and stuff like that that you go through, that's that grind. So, you know what I'm saying? A lot of DJs be like, oh, you ain't going through nothing. I don't care what you've been through. But don't. I don't, I don't be on that like uh, I'm the best ever and no, I don't, it's just weird like I don't care just don't be on that hollering like you can bust my ass like yeah. that shit because then I want to be like my thing is set whatever system you want to set up like I'm a competitor whether we going off of vinyl whether we going off of CDJs controllers goddamn iPods whatever the fuck you want to use like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like we get it done. We, and I'm always for <laughs> setting them like I don't get into that who the best and who ain't like I just say shit let's set it up I, yeah, I definitely Let's could. set it up. Just get it done. Let's just set it. it up. Put a bag out ain't there. Nothing, ain't nothing else to talk you about. <laughs> um, let's talk about this. The scratches you did. I don't know if people know that you did the scratches on a Mr. Fab record, The Pictures I, I Paint. I did. And you know what's so crazy about that? So shout out to my guy KP at the Colleagues. Um, so he he had his uh, project drop, and he hit me, and it was like, yo, I, I need some scratches. And... And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, that was always a goal of mine, like, kind of like on some premiere type shit. shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, I want to do it. But I didn't think that I could do it because I didn't know. I'm still learning the the engineer, the producer side of things. That's a goal of mine to get into, like, production and stuff one day um, from the DJ standpoint. So, like, the turnaround was so quick. And I'm like, "Ah, this this ain't going to be what he want. And I did it. And he was like, yo, this is dope. I'm like. It was yeah. one of them things where I was like, <laughs> like, oh like, shit. <laughs> nigga, this is like, I don't really like that. It was something that I didn't like, but he did. I'm like, 
cool. But then once I heard the final project, I'm like, okay, it ain't, it ain't that bad. I still would do some things differently now hearing it. But yeah. now, but I think that's also being a part of the actual, you know, putting the beat together process. But I was just like, like I got nah, credit for that. I got yeah, credit for I that shit. Credits, like, like, you know what I'm saying? I got credit for that shit. So that's dope. So that's definitely another goal of mine is to, you know what I'm saying, go deeper into the production side of things. And just being on a record like with a Mr. Fab and, you yeah. know what I'm saying, that record West is Coast big. Legend. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Like, you know Battle what I'm saying? Legend, however you want it. Yeah, like, Fabby yeah. Davis Jr., man. Yeah, Come for on. sure. Bay Area. What yeah. up? Um, so as a DJ, like, because I always think about this, like you rocked in the South. I know the vibe is different. The party, the energy uh -huh. is different. But as a DJ, when you're rocking a party and the crowd is not responding, like what, like how do you get out of that? Like I think the first way, the first thing you do, get out of your feelings. Okay. Get, get out of your feelings. Get out of your own, yeah, get out of uh, your own like um, insecurities. Like, you know what I'm saying? As a DJ, we all, we all swear that like we, I'm, I'm the, they ain't, the people don't give a fuck about you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Word. Like, they don't. They came to hear their favorite song, and if you ain't playing their favorite song at the time, I don't care what it is that you like. And I learned that early. Like, I don't care what it is that you like. They yeah. may not like it. Now, it's a difference between that and breaking a record because some niggas will go in and just play their whole playlist of what they like. And this ain't the crowd for that. You got to read that crowd. Word. So, first, get out of your feelings. Then, I got to I gotta focus on that group of women. I got to focus on one group of women. If I can get this particular group of women to dance, cool. That means two dudes are going to come over there. That means, okay, cool. I'm with them. Now let me go here. Let me go. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a, sometimes I like that challenge, but yeah. sometimes that's a motherfucking scary feeling. You like, God damn. Like, ain't yeah. nobody responding to no record I'm playing. They, yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah, that, that, that would have me shook as a DJ. Yeah. I mean, it's, it happens. If you're a DJ, it happens to the best. Ever, yes. It happens man. to the best. Because we can get wrapped up in our, like, all right, cool, nigga. I'm coming. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, and I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna get my pay. Yeah, and like, and I try not to do that. Left. Yeah, yeah, I try not to do that so much, man. Because I was thinking, like, um, you rock crowds down south, but mm -hmm. then you do like a club paradise, which is mainly white. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you do a redo, which is us. Mm -hmm. You know, hip hop. You yeah. know, as they call me, the backpacker yeah, yeah, dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how's your mindset going through those? Three different type of crowds, like the I, South crowd, mm -hmm. a Club Paradise, and a redo. I think, I think, like, uh, like you said, knowing the crowds, um, and then also knowing music, having appreciation of music. Like, um, I know what I can get away with in the South. Like, I and I just have a blast. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And nowadays, like, and that's that's speaking relatively back then. Nowadays, like music, everybody like all all kind of music. So it ain't really a a South record or whatever. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I would say more in the South, like, we're gonna party, we're gonna club, we're gonna ride, we're gonna sweat, we're gonna party. Right? When I come to a club paradise, we're gonna party and stuff like that too. But I may be able to get a fucking Taylor Swift record off. I may be able to get a, you know what I'm saying, a wild pop top 40 record off like what the fuck like you know what I'm saying they go you know what I'm saying a little bit of everywhere you know what I'm saying and then at a redo you know what I'm saying now with the vinyl shit it's a challenge it's yeah, like okay for sure. one how do I not sound like what I sound like the last time I DJ you know what I'm saying and Two, it's six other DJs six like, other DJs if a motherfucker already played that record <laughs> it's a rap like you know what I'm saying you gotta get that record out of your crate so now it's like <laughs> 
hey, this is what I came up on. I didn't come up on the same stuff that Rich and O and all that came up, but in terms of having that vinyl, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So now I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, play catch up to the vinyl or or making sure that like, you know what, I, got, I know I got 10 other crates in my mom's garage in the back that I just ain't looked at in four years. You know what I'm saying? Let Facts. me go and dig. Like, you know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. So that, every time I, I go home, I grab a new crate of records just to refresh it. And I think it. as a DJ, that has to be, like, the fun part because you, if you love the music, like, you know, and you say, oh, we always uh, shout out uh, DJ O'Shark, you For know sure. what I'm saying? And we was having a conversation recently, and he was like, you know, some people just love the DJ, but they don't love the music. Exactly. Yeah, and I can agree with and that. And that's where they fall off at because... They don't love because this music. is this is this is a hobby. That means it's a hobby to them. So when you love the music, and and here's the thing: like when people say you gotta love the music, I ain't saying you gotta go back to the first hip hop song and <laughs> where, know where? goddamn every words to Curtis <laughs> Blow. These are the breaks. Yeah, you ain't gotta love that. Like you can love your style of music. You can love what you love. We all have certain genres of music that speak to us more than others. So like if somebody come up and ask me about something, I'm like I may not know, but shit, you may not know about this either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we should be able to learn from each other or pique enough interest to make me want to go and learn a little bit more about it. You know what I'm saying? Word. So let's let's switch gears real quick now. I was thinking, um, you know, with the social media age that we live in, everything is viral, everything is this, everything is that. You had a mobile app yeah. before it was like cliche or cool. Cool to do, yeah. You definitely had a mobile app. Um, so the mobile app thing was very uh, risky. Yeah. Um, it was very costly. Um, I was coming out of finishing my master's degree, and I didn't have like a legit <laughs> job. Word. So that shit, and I just had a, uh, and Chris was just born. So like, damn. So you was tight, <laughs> bro. Like I was like making sure I had gigs because mm -hmm. you know you had the server fees, you had all that kind yeah, of stuff that yeah. go into it, and I didn't know what the, I was learning on the fly. Um, it was only on Droids for a little bit. Then I figured out how to get it on. Uh, on the apples So um, So I'm like Okay cool Every week I was doing The podcast The mixes You know yeah. what I'm saying So that was going So instead of people So my thought process Was like shit Instead of people Going to Potomatic Or whoever Or SoundCloud Or whatever the case may be Yeah Boom You're gonna get an alert Right here on your phone So people still didn't uh, People still didn't Get the concept Of why I was doing this Because I'm like Well why couldn't I just Pull it up on my computer Because in reality You're not going Now people see now, and recognize like, oh, it. I get But it. at that time <laughs> It wasn't Why the fuck Would I want to listen to it On my phone Why Word. wouldn't you yeah. You know what I'm saying So I was trying to be Ahead of the curve A little bit And then trying to figure out Ways on How can people listen To my mixes Every Thursday Without bringing a bulky computer or without having to sit at their desk. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that's where that concept <laughs> was. Um, so, I, yeah. Which is which is funny because, like, again, bringing back social media, like, we always think about MySpace, MySpace, MySpace. You know, MySpace died because it wasn't mobile. It wasn't mobile. And yeah. a lot of people don't realize that. Yes. Facebook yeah. became mobile. Twitter mm -hmm. was mobile. Um, MySpace never, never converted came over, yep. so yep. it died. Um what does DJ Mr. King music .wordpress.com mean to you? <laughs> wow. That's uh I actually think that it still might be up if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, and it up. has uh it has all of my archive oh, yeah, uh does. mix show podcasts <laughs> on there. And I actually so so thank you for bringing that up. That's that's actually near dear to my I keep telling myself, so my goal is I know what it means. It means everything to me because that's where all of my mixes are. Like, goddamn man, and this was me. 
putting out the Mix Show podcast. This is me being consistent every week. Um, I actually had my SoundCloud completely shut down because apparently they email you and let you know like, hey, you got to take this down. Hey, you yep. got to take this down. So apparently there was three Jay-Z mixes that I had on there that were like, you know, yep. shit like, so they <laughs> took it down and shut down my whole account. So I took down all of my shit that was archived on SoundCloud. Now, I still have the backup. So what I want to do is be able to put them back up to still you know what I'm saying, go to a site, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Like Podomatic, the bandwidth space, and I ain't had no more bandwidth and all that shit Damn. like that. So it was just <laughs> too much. But every That's week, yeah, I, every week, bro, I would do a mix and I would write a description of why I did this mix, put a picture on there, and I'll go back and listen to them like, nigga, what the fuck was you talking about? But <laughs> it was for, was it like started out, yeah, yeah, yeah it was like, like, but what it did for me was, one, Kept me refreshed in my music. Like, you know what I'm saying? It kept me creative. So, because if I would do a theme, I'm like, see, also, what people don't realize then, it wasn't no, like, now, it's no use for me to do on a mix show podcast like that because y'all can go make a playlist of Best of Cash Money and yeah, you're going to type yeah, in that yeah, shit and you're going to add it. So, but you don't appreciate, like, some people appreciate the fact because I'm mixing and blending and putting all that guy. But now, ain't nobody give a fuck about that. They're going to go and the, 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 the thought process and, and the creativity behind it. Ain't the same because if I type in Best of Timberland, <laughs> yeah, but it's, just it's gonna, gonna be a up. shitload of songs that. Oh, okay, here it goes. Sometimes like, I do that. Sometimes yeah, I'll like, be like, I want to hear, like, I want to hear just, just Blaze. But I will research my shit. I'm like, okay, <clears throat> I know like this Thursday I want to do Best of, you know. For real. But mm -hmm. I wouldn't do your man. I would go like, nigga, you didn't know that he produced this or he was a go. And then I would backtrack it on a record like, yeah, for real did this. And then he <laughs> did this. Shout out. To and I was just shouting out my little friends, my friends. Like, it was a group of 30. Of and I made sure everybody got their little shout out that week. You know what I'm saying? Even if it was the same order or whatever. Like, but everybody got that shout out. But it grew because everybody was just passing along. Word. Let's, uh, let's talk about your journey into radio because... Mm -hmm. um, is it true that you started your podcast out of frustration of what you thought the radio should sound like? Yep. Yep. To this day, I did that. And uh, and I will say, say this. Uh, the Facebook memories is a motherfucker, dog. <laughs> Word. A tweet Some came up. Some of them bad. I can't hold you. <laughs> a, a, a tweet came up the other day. It says, it said, Power at Power1075 is playing DeRoe ice cream paint job. Damn, did they change the PD for the day? Oh, and I'm like, shit. oh shit! I wrote that like, <laughs> and this was like because I was banging on doors trying to get niggas to play ice cream paint job. Word, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I I remember that, yeah. But um, <laughs> it de it definitely um, it def the podcast was definitely started out of frustration. Um, I mean, if you listen to the, the, my intro to the podcast, I say it may not be on commercial radio. But who gives a fuck? Don't nobody <laughs> listen to that shit anyway. Like, let's go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. I come in, it'd be my intro. Yo, Mike Check, one, two, three, three, oh, you already know DJ Mr. King, aka the Acronaut Lee, Mix Show Podcast, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was consistent, like clockwork. And then the whole thing was to knock on the door, kick the door, kick the door. Like, yo. So I was using them podcasts, not even knowing that. I was just trying to show niggas that I can do breaks. I can mix and talk at the same time. I can, you know what I'm saying? I can make it sound like, so the closer I became to getting into the door, that was tightening up a little bit. Okay, you don't need to talk that much. Boom, bring it in, in and out, quick. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Teaching like, yourself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And ain't no, so when I got on, I was like, nigga, I've been doing this. And now they wasn't even knowing. Like, I was, I was, I was getting comfortable on the mic and hearing myself. 
versus, oh my God, this is my first time hearing yeah, myself. Yeah, no, like, fuck that. No, I've been doing this. Let's let's go. Can I crack a mic? <laughs> let's do it. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? So how how did the journey happen though? Like what was what was the process? So um the process was brutal. Like, I mean, you going, you hitting up uh you know, DJ conference as a DJ conference, networking event after networking event, you know what I'm saying, giving PDs and, you know, people your mixtapes and mixes and your business cards offering them, like, I got you, I got you. You following up, you know. So it started off, I was just able to get, like, little mixes, you know, holiday mixes on uh, different radio stations. Like in Toledo, I was on the Juice a little bit. Um, I did those. I did, like, all of our little, like, Chitlin Circuit markets that yeah. we would be in. So, like, Everybody knows Chitlin Circuit. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, the little yeah. small-ass towns. If you don't know what Chitlin Circuit is, you, yeah. you, you got to be like Yeah, so, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I would be on, like, in, like, a fucking bumfuck Tennessee. Like, yeah. but I'd be like, hey, nigga, I'm on. Nigga, tune me in. Nigga, like, <laughs> tune in, nigga. 12 motherfuckers <laughs> listen to this radio station, but I was on. You know what I'm saying? Um, so so I started like that. Um, uh, my homegirl, DJ Dime Peace, like, shit. Shout out to like, Dime Peace, Bro, man. like, I owe her so fucking much, bro. Like, like, we knew each other well before radio, you know what I'm saying? So that's like, you know, she knew me just as being a hustler. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I met her in Cincinnati through GMAC, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and we always, we booked each other for events and parties, and we just stayed connected. It ain't had nothing to do with radio. Yeah. She was just the mixing vixen, and I was the Akron Ali nigga, like, fuck with you, I fuck with you, like, boom. Yeah. So, She's good people, too. Yeah, so like, you know what I'm saying? Fast forward, she she gets her first full-time job here in Columbus as a night, as a night host. So she hits me up like, yo... You know what I'm saying? I need help moving up. Boom, boom. I ain't never asked for nothing. She's like, bro, I promise you, man. The first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get you on. I said, man, you don't owe me nothing. Like, you know, mm. like that ain't nothing that you can yeah, do. Yeah. Like, this your first time gig. Like, you <laughs> yeah. hold your own. Get settled first. <laughs> and if she came in, we came up with this whole elaborate plan, bro. Of well, I'm a female and I'm in here at night and I don't feel safe. You know what I'm saying? So boom. I'm going to come in. I'm going to be the security guard. What the fuck am I? I'm 155. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do as a security guard? I love so it. All I, I was in the building. You know That's what I'm saying? That's all you need. That's all I need to do. So I'm in the building. I'm on the other side. I can't touch nothing. So I'm not. But I'm watching. I'm watching her, boom, up and down on these on these boards, hitting the brakes, doing this. And I'm writing all her blogs, getting all her social media stuff. And it, it's, it's for me, nigga. I'm in here on Fridays and Saturday nights losing money. I'm in here until 2 a.m. because, but it's a humbling experience because I'm on one side watching a DJ like, bro, I can be doing it like, but it's like, nah, like this is what you want. So boom, finally, Bink hires me. Bink hires me, I sit stagnant for four months, nigga not touching nothing. So I remember it, it was October, I hit Fred, I hit E up. I said, bro, this is some bullshit. I said, this is some bullshit. Um, I'm just sitting here, I'm wasting time, man. I'm losing gigs. I could be focusing on something. I could be doing my own thing. I don't need radio. They said, man, look, you fought too hard to get in the building. They said, you got to finish out that year. And I was 14. Yeah, I said, they was like, you got to finish out this year. If you feel this way at the top of the year, quit. Like, you know what I'm saying? At least you got to, you fought too hard to get in yeah, this bitch yeah, to walk yeah. away now. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Y'all niggas is corny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, for, sure, um, for sure. So that November, um, Thanksgiving rolls around. They part-timers. I worked every fucking day on air from Thanksgiving day until uh, January 3rd. Every day. Sometimes it was 10 hours. And 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 I know it sounds like this cliche radio thing, but nigga, I was grinding. Nigga, we was <laughs> niggas needed mixes. I'm, nope, I got it. Yeah. No, no, such and such is on Don't worry, I got it. I'm putting it, I'm knocking out my own mixes. Nigga, I never forget that shit. So boom, fast forward to that. 
that so that January, Dime gets a promotion. She's now the midday. Yeah. They bring in Lil D. I knew Lil Shout D from Toledo from Toledo. Me and her met at a networking event on some like, you know what I'm saying? I did a drop for her word I heard radio thing, like crazy that it, that that ends up being it. Cause I'm up there promoting cash. DeRoe yeah. and goddamn CJ. Special you know shout out to Lil D, man. Come thank, on, man. Thank you for today, too. We was at a, we was at a bash at the bay. That's what the event was. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, got got she she hit me. She like, bro, like, I'm about to get you on, I'm about to see if I can get you to mix on my show. So her whole pitch was when she put it on there, she like, I want King to mix. It was like, nah, that's Dami spot. And I'm like, I get it. I don't want to take nobody's spot. Cool. Just get me on. So I get on a 10. 10 going crazy. And I get on that seven. Yeah. Seven and ten became a staple yeah. in the city. The seven o'clock set up to this day. I don't give a fuck who you are, whether you like us or not, nigga. You know, when you get in the state in a car, you turn that shit on at seven o'clock, you're gonna hear it's the king. Word. And you shout know? out to Dami. Shout out to my OG Dami. Yeah, that's dog for real. Family. For, for real. Sure, that's for the sure. homie, man. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, he's a big reason too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, cause he could have easily been on some like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Dami no, showed a lot of love. Dami showed a lot of he love, bro. A lot, a lot of love. love. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For so. sure. Damn, I did not know. Like, yeah. that's crazy. So, um, where it is that you played your um, it's the king, bitch, drop for Ti. Yes. So, where, what was his reaction? So his, to the it? reaction was dope, man. Because we, uh, <clears throat> we, uh, that that that's probably one of my top four or five interviews. Um, because he's one of my favorite rappers. Yeah. But and when you're in this, you start learning how to not, you know, what I'm saying, be a fan, and you're yeah. saying you this is what you do. Um, so we got to talking about everything, man. We got to talk about mixtapes. We got to talk about, you know, Donald Trump potentially winning an election. Damn. We was talking about the Golden State Warriors that year and all that kind of shit like that. Um, so as we wrapping up, we was talking about his top five albums. And, and I mentioned something um, about the uh, the mixtape. Uh, that's the one he had with uh, Lil Flip. Him and Lil Flip going, when out. going yeah, at it. Yeah, uh-huh. And uh, I'm like, Classic. man, he was like, damn, I forgot about Bring that. Bring your punk ass so, outside, yeah, man. Yeah. So, um, so I'm like, yeah, man, matter of fact, uh, no, I'm sorry, it was uh, the Down With The King one. He was like, I was like, man, matter of fact, though, like, like I use your drop every night. He's like, what you mean? I was like, look. He was like, nigga, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, bro. He's like, oh, that's dope, bro. Like I said, bro, I've been using that for years. I used to have a drop that was like, it was uh, Jada, it was off the locks, uh, uh, Money, power, respect, and they'd be like, "Thank you, King shit." Like, yeah, well, it'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, well, it was JD Kiss. Sorry, I, I did it wrong. It was JD Kiss's laugh. He'd be like, "Ha ha!" Like, whatever. JD Kiss's laugh, yeah. and then it would be Ludacris's part that says, "Thank you, King, King shit. shit." Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, ah, I got tired of that shit. I thought that shit was eventually grew old, but that it's the King. And then being on radio, I was able to like, fuck it, nigga. I don't give a <laughs> bang that whole. It's like, yeah. yeah. And it is the dope <laughs> thing about it is like, nigga, I can walk. Somewhere, like, be at a gas station or somebody be like, it's the king. So, like, I like that because it's a, it's a very gangster grillish, which is why I wanted to do that because of a drama or, you know what I'm saying, you hear your mixtape DJ, they got these things that stick to them. You know they drop and you know yeah. who it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let's talk about me a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about me. It's just we talking mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was 2015, and you, you gave me a call one night. Yeah. He was like, Trav, I want you to hop in. I want you to do an intro for me. <laughs> no, want... no, not even that. Yeah. It's the, I want you to do this rap oh, battle yeah, for yeah, me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, I want you to do this battle okay. for me at yes. the station. We doing this battle. And I'm like, 
Man, I ain't wrote a rap in a minute. You was like, bro. That was uh, that was the uh, that was the uh, uh, freestyle. Uh, like we did it like a March Madness style yeah. kind of bracket. Yeah, I remember that. So, so that was dope, man. I, I mean, that was that was. I mean, me and Lil D, we both weren't from here, so we trying to figure out. You know, we, we the numbers are great. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're winning. We're doing good at night, but it's still a piece that's missing that. You know, we doing street heat and all that. Like, so we trying, you know what yeah, I'm saying, to get these, you know what I'm saying, the artists in. Do, what I say, we was doing more than what they was doing before. Hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? So we was bringing awareness, <laughs> and it still wasn't enough for niggas. And it's never going to be enough. Never and I'm okay be. with that. So we decided to do this uh, March Madness kind of style <laughs> of a freestyle battle word, where uh, <laughs> artists from the city can uh, get in. And it was dope, man. I liked it. And then Trav dropped... The 16, what beat did you do? You did it so, over the... Uh, this is how it went. Because I still I still got all the memories in my yeah. phone. Um, the first dude... Uh, the first dude I had to battle, um, I kind of smoked him real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the second dude was... It was, like, kind of funny. He was the little dude, JoJo. And he's still doing his thing. Shout out to JoJo. But I smoked him real uh -huh. quick. And um, so the, the, the two, like... The guy that won this bracket and I won the other bracket, yeah. but we had to battle live. That's right. Yeah, at yeah, one yeah, of yeah, I remember parties. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Um, so we on stage. Right? I remember this. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, was it a Pepsi event that we did or something like that? It was so, like, um, like people were performing there. Like I forget who the performers there, but yeah, we had to rap in front of the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like I remember, like I, I spent, I spent one written verse. And like everybody that was, was at Express. No, fuck that. Yeah. That was Express Live. Express Live. That was Express Live. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I spent one written verse that was crazy. Everybody's going crazy and dude went. But Buddy bought was, a was, thousand motherfuckers. It was, yes, dog. It was crowd participation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That nigga so, bought a ticket for everybody. <laughs> it was, he had like 30, 40 people. And this with was him. early in the show. Early. So nobody was there for the, yeah. like yeah. But yeah. everybody like, and I and I definitely remember like. I spent my last verse and everybody was going crazy, but yeah. then he spent his verse and all his people was just OD. Nah, yeah. And I remember you and D looking at each other like, damn. We didn't do this right. We, we, we got to get this title to him. And yeah. I was sitting there, I was just laughing. I was yeah. like, dog, that shit was super funny, man. Yeah. I do remember that, man. Yeah. I do remember that. So, one, yeah, yeah, everybody, I used to be a dope, I used to be a yeah. dope MC. Man. And, and, you, and, and he did an intro on one of my mixtapes, too, de dog. De definitely. Yeah. Oh, I definitely yeah, did. Yeah, he did an intro, and that was on. Uh, Ooh, a mixtape. That was Southern. Was it? It oh, wasn't a Southern Smothering Covered. It was a. Uh, I used to rap, man. I used to really. Yeah, it was, I got to find it. You did one. You definitely did one, bro. Yep. Um, Before we move on to something else, I want to talk about uh, the boy Bankroll Fresh. Yes. Uh, rest in peace to Bankroll Fresh. Uh, you said he came to Columbus, mm -hmm. and I remember you calling me and Dez. Shout out to Dez Arnez, what we talking about. And we did a dope interview with him, man. Mm -hmm. And it was like. He was on his way, like he, and then, like you knew early, he like on, yo, he's on his way. He was on his way. That 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 um, because we set that up, and the whole goal behind his project was after that South by Southwest run, he would have been out of there. Yeah, he would have been out of there. He never made it to South by. Yeah, he never made it to South by Southwest. So rest in peace, bankroll. Great energy. Um, one of the first. Now that's one of the first artists when I got into radio. That I was, you know, able to, um, that that a rep came and said, like, yo, we need you behind him. So I got, I felt like that connection. And then he was like, yo, bro, like, whatever you need, man. Drop. Like, and, and I wasn't used to artists telling me that. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That wasn't, like, you own. 
And but yeah. now I'm starting to recognize my worth as this radio DJ. You know what I'm saying? And then trying to make sure that I'm not just this selfish mixtape D- or radio DJ. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. You trying to get on? Let me let let's set something up in the city. Let's so I, at that point I'm trying to do meet and greets in the city. Yeah, like I want Definitely everybody to get this. And that love. was perfect. You know what I'm saying? So all the DJs in the city come down to Avalon. It was it was Avalon yeah, at the time, right? Avalon, so yeah. like we oh, come down to Avalon, hang out, boom, boom, Shout boom. Out to Avalon. You know what I'm saying? And ain't no they ain't know who Break Roll Fresh was. Nah, it but was like early. you talking like a nigga, like he right there. He was right, he right there. there. Like, and, yeah. and, you know, shout out to Desi again because Desi knew where he was and yep. Desi knew his resume and his yep. record. So that was dope, man. So we always wanted to say thank you for that. Oh, for um, sure, <clears throat> Let's get in. I always thought of you as uh, like a community activist type of dude also. Mm. Um, you got the Young Black Professionals Coalition. Yep, yep. Um, I know you did. You do bunch of stuff at Akron with the the, the kickball, mm-hmm. uh, charity kickball. You started that in 2010. Yeah. You got the the shoot basketball, not people, yep. which are people's back home. Mm-hmm. Um, how, like, how important is that stuff to you? Uh, it's all important. I mean, <clears throat> so, so all of that was, they ain't got nothing to do with social media, nah. likes, clicks, none of that shit. So um, the back of school drive, 12 years been doing well Chris would be how was Chris Chris left yo so we're going on year 12 12 years of the back of school dry kickball tournament niggas is getting old so like you know what I'm saying we we revamping that a yeah, little bit yeah, so yeah. We, we fell off a little bit of it <laughs> but we got some, a minute ago yeah, you think got, about it yeah we we uh you know what I'm saying so that um strikes for hunger shoot basketball is not people um all those things hey, like, try to steal your shit real quick I'm glad y'all got that out of there. Well, I know you can't really speak on it too I, much. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, a lot of it got handled, but still some legal yeah. things going on. So here's why I here's why we had to take the post down and like it's a lot of fuckery going on. And what I what I would say this, people copyright your shit, man. Yeah. Trademark copyright. You know what I'm saying? Even if you think that you're joking around with something, especially now in this viral age when something goes you know what I'm saying? People are just stealing stuff, bro. And, like, it ain't even the fact that you did no shirts like that, my nigga. Like, it's just, like, this is what we really do. Like, it's kids in our hood that got to deal with gun violence every day. Yeah. Like, we ain't you making shirts. Mountains, we not making shirts because we're not making shirts in response to the mass shootings. You know what mass shootings is? Mass shootings take place every day in in, in the city where we from. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not trying to sound like no big tough guy city. Nah. Like, like it's... Everybody know about Yeah, like, come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we ain't doing this shit the capitalize off no shirts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So anyway, um, I digress off that. Like, yeah. that shit was about to get me hot. But anyway, like, it's important, though, like, you know what I'm saying, for, um, like, in the city, like, to just, I got to make sure, like, even though my kids don't live there, like, in Akron, they live here, I got to show them what it's like to be able to give back and what it, what is. If I die tomorrow, you know that you're supposed to still be doing this back school drive. Word. You know that you're supposed to be doing a free camp uh, for uh, for little kids, and 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 my, I got family back at home. My nieces, nephews, my cousins, people's sons and daughters. They still live there, nigga. They don't get to come to Columbus. Yeah, right. Nigga, they still got to have. So we don't. <laughs> they don't get to Legoland and Trey Burke camps and goddamn book like. So you got to do uh, that. They still and, stay yeah, in that environment, that, you know what so. I'm saying? So and I love my city. I just you know what I'm saying. I just feel like it's our duty as black men, black women, that not to just get on and walk, run away. You know what I'm saying? And then, then rep the city from afar, but don't do nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to... And, and I think what 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 that has created was that it was that it made it cool, like, to give back. Not saying that people now are doing it because it's cool, but, like, 
I don't want nobody to be out here saying like, oh, you the Nipsey or nothing. Like, they ain't got shit to do nah. with shit, bro. Like, you do that shit because, like, it's what you supposed to do. You're and supposed what to you what you put out in the world, man. you get back, man. You get it back, period. I, I definitely believe that 100%, 10%. And, you know, um, not to go on a tangent about Brian, but, you know, him starting to school back at Akron. Absolutely. That was, man, that's, that that's huge. huge, man. And and everybody's always going to find, well, he really didn't do Man, it don't matter. This it man matter. put a school in the city, like not on the outskirts, <laughs> not in, in the city. And I know that the school works because I got two nephews that go there. <laughs> I got a nephew that go there, a little cousin that go there. like, And they all in the I Promise program, bro. Like, they all... Through that, so, all the way through and through. Regardless like, if he if he just attached his name to it, it's important. It doesn't matter. It's important. It's important. Stress <laughs> yeah, the issue of education, man. It's a school. Man. It's, a school. it's a fucking education. Right. Speaking of school, you are a teacher. Yes. Yes. I'm going um, on year eight. Um, algebra yeah. two teacher? Uh, so th- uh, last year I taught algebra two in college transition math. This year, uh, starting the school year, I'm going, I'm taking, taking over my my freshman and my sophomore. So wow. I got, because what I'm, what I was realizing is when they got to me in algebra two and college transition math, they were missing a lot of the basics. So I want to go in and take, give me algebra two, give me geometry so that I can give you your, your foundation pieces. So when you do get to your junior, senior year, you at least got that piece. Yeah. So I work with a special ed environment. So a lot of my classes are resource room driven so I can work with kids at their own pace. So a lot of my students have IEPs or yeah. 504s and stuff like that. So, um, we work with them. Like I, the only rule I got in my class is you can't use the word can't. <laughs> word, like I don't want to like IP don't mean like I tell them all that mm. IP don't mean that you stupid, you slow, nope. you can't, you <laughs> it ain't an excuse for you being lazy. We just need a little bit more time and a little bit more push, and we're gonna figure this thing out. Word. So. Um, you're also a coach. Yeah, basketball coach. Out to my Whitehall Rams. Yeah, basketball yeah. coach. Yeah, man. So, how long you been coaching? <laughs> Uh, I got with Coach Will, uh, Coach Williams, and I came back 08, 09. So we've been over the program since 2009. So we've been, no, I'm, let me, no, what is this? Not 2009. I came back 08, then two, what is this? 19? 19, yeah. Uh, 12, 2012. We got 2012, we took over the program. Two, yeah, because this is year seven for our staff. Um, so yeah, 2012, and I'm just a sponge under under uh, Coach Williams, man. Uh, him and Coach Rob, they both come from um, a very rich tradition from Brookhaven with uh, Coach Howard. Um, oh, yeah. So if you're a Columbus person, like a, a hoop head in Columbus, you know Coach, Coach Howard. Legend. Rest in peace. Um, rest in peace I never legend. met him, but just from <clears throat> the the style of basketball that we play, and any scout that watches us, they is very Coach Howard like. Yep. You know what I'm saying? A Brookhaven like. <laughs> sure. You know. Uh, Coach Williams on that staff. So just love working with our guys, man. Just, again, competitive by nature and everything we do. So a lot of my fiery competitive competitiveness, I like seeing come out of my guys. Yeah, like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Dope. Like when my guys be out there going nuts, I have to reel them in a little bit. So <laughs> Word on the streets is you low-key like you a little daycare owner too. Uh, uh, I don't know if you can speak on that, but you know. No, well, I will say this. We, I have a lot of friends in my circle that are very successful. Okay. And, and, uh, and yes, we, okay. we do. I do have friends in my circle that own daycares. Yes. Okay. And that are very successful. I have a lot of <laughs> successful friends in my circle. That's dope. Yes. You got all these jobs, man, and you added something new to your resume this year. Mm-hmm. Columbus Destroyers. Oh, yeah, man. That's, that's fun, bro. How, like, when, like. The time, bro. Like you do, like everything. <laughs> so the destroyer but- stuff. Listen, I I think what people get right. Like I always be- go by something of like, 
I don't get wrapped up in like how much I do. I just just get it done. Get it like done. how can I get it done? The time is gonna be. It's time management. It's like okay. Look at this. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, shit. Sometimes you might sacrifice an extra hour of sleep. Yeah. Now, this nigga yeah. Air. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to sacrifice a, a minute or two somewhere here and there, but never at this point. Like, you know what I'm saying? My family is what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they understand. They get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it's this Destroyers thing was 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 amazing opportunity. I really applied literally thinking I was going in and just like, oh, let me be the dude that just plays some music. Nah, they like, bro, oh, we want awesome, you on dude. some like... You want to be there. Because when I went in for the interview, I was like, in the arena host. So I ain't trip. I'm yeah. just thinking that that's the thing. So she was like, you know, give me examples. Huh? I'm killing the interview. I'm like, I know what you need. I know yeah, what yeah. will work. <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> Come on, man. She hit me back. Like, I'm like, absolutely. Next day, I went over to their training camp. I made sure I met all the players, dapped them all up. Like, yo, this is what we're going to be on. And they like, man, who is this dude? Man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I start coming around more and more to build that rapport with the players. And then shit, it was cool, here man. Go, right. go. So God willing, I'll be back next year and uh, you know, make it, make it, make it lit. All right, we gonna wrap this up, but before we get out of here, bro, I definitely need to know your top five DJs of all time. Top five DJs of all time. All time. Top five DJs. Oh man, I was, that was specifically told me to add. Uh, Burn told me to ask you that. So okay. Shout out to DJ Burn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay, now are we basing this off of skill level, inf influence level? Are we basing this off of? Look, man, this ain't this ain't the. I just want to make this sure because I don't want to. Yeah, I you know. know I just want niggas to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. list was trash. I want to know DJ Mr. King's top five DJs of all time. Okay, I don't care if it's local. I don't care if it's the nigga we ain't never heard of. Yeah, if it's the because I, I'm gonna say this right now. Me and you sat there and we watched one of our heroes. He would have been. He would have been in my. He would have been in. He would have been in my. But I'm like, because yeah. I ain't cloud chasing yeah. like that. But he would have you know, been. You he would have been. He would have been in mine, bro. I was very disappointed. Um, and I felt you feel like I felt you feel my disappointment that day. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, Mixmaster Ice. Classic legendary. Mixmaster Ice is, is definitely. Um, I mean, shit. I was there in Vegas when that man took down his damn pants, paused, and scratched, put his ass on a whole ass record, bro. <laughs> like I was there. I still got the footage, man. Like I remember that Your day. Pause. Yeah, super pause. It's just like, what bro, is he's going a on? Legend. Yeah, so uh Mixmaster Ice. Um Kid Capri. Um what else? You don't have to say yeah. no more. Okay, Kid, Kid Capri. Capri. Just off I Kid Capri, not so much of his skills, because he definitely has skills, but his, his ability to control Presence. a crowd and rock a crowd. And when he's on the mic, he commands control. Uh, I would say... Because he... But a lot of people... Well, now if you went to Orange Soda, you do know that he's a DJ. Yeah. Like, so, Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh is Talk one of mine. Um, but I, like, but he would have been. I feel like if I'd have said that before Orange Soda, Everybody people would have been like, "Yeah, he's a producer." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was. He Googles, started. Nigga. Yeah, yeah. So him, uh, DJ Chicago. Okay. Um, DJ Chicago, cause that's four. Yep. And then, hmm. 
Number five. Number five, I would probably say. DJ Mr. King? Yeah, I would say DJ Mr. King. No, but uh, <laughs> number five, I would probably say uh, would be DJ Drama. Drama? And, and dra not from, now, this is why I will put Drama there. Okay. It has nothing to do with skill. Has nothing to do with skill. It's very interesting. Now, and I'm not saying like he can't can or can't. Uh, I think it. Yeah, I think that from drums from drums perspective, I learned a lot about being you. You know what I'm saying? Being it's okay to be aggressive and still be. It's okay to be an asshole and still. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cool. Like you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you do gotta remind a nigga like, yo, I'm here. Fuck you. Like, yeah. but I appreciate you for letting me rock. Yeah. Or sometimes you gotta be on this shit. You gotta talk some shit. And ruffle some feathers and then get off like, I appreciate you letting me come. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. um, and then from a marketing branding standpoint, understanding Legendary. the importance of like, you may not know now the importance of building that catalog to where it's like, hey man, what does DJ Mr. King dot WordPress dot client, you know, God damn, that's where all my old shit is. So now I'm here as a DJ drama putting out albums, but you going to look at, going back and listen to an old Gangsta Grill I did with A-Ball MJG. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so from that standpoint, it, uh, from his his assertiveness, his marketing, and his consistency, that's why I would put drama right there. Where, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. DJ drama number five. Yeah. Well, I know you got to get to work because that's all you fucking do is work. <laughs> uh, I got to eat something, man. <laughs> like, I was Man, yeah, I yeah. super appreciate you taking your time, brother. No, thank you, oh, man. I God, listened man. to the one that you had with Burn, and I learned a lot about Burn, too, yeah, man. Like, yeah, shout out to you Burn. You know what I'm saying? All this time at BG man. and all that kind of stuff. And so, shout out to Burn, too, man. The, um, you know, the Orange Soda Fest was dope. Like, it was you know super dope. It's a, it's, a, it's a great event that I, I swear I hope I see that grow in the city. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, me, too. Um, me too. A, lot, a lot of dope things that can happen from that, I for talk, sure. Me and Burn and a couple other people in the group chat, we talk all the time. So Y'all love that group chat shit, man. I hate group chats. People, man. So man, it's your yeah. boy Chad Day from WWTB. What we talking about podcast? This is the check in with my guy DJ Mr. King, and we out of here. Peace.